And now for the podcast that some might consider to be unnatural. This is Not All Podcasts Wear Capes. Hey, Spade. T, what's up? What's going on? Well, you know what's up? It's not just me and you today. That's right. We got a special guest all the way from Dagobah. Here we go. And today we have a third co-host, Ariani. Say hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. (laughs) Thank you for having me. Of course. Awesome. It's great for you to be here. Ariani is an awesome movie watcher and thinker and opinionator. So it's great to be here on our podcast to share in our discussion of The Rise of Skywalker. The Rise of Skywalker. We all sat down uh, on opening Thursday to watch uh, the movie together. And I think 3.0 might have a little bit of audio of that. Okay, hi, this is T and Spade. We're here uh, watching the trailer for, well, Black Widow, but we've seen this already. <laughs> yeah, we see this trailer already. But we are sitting in our seats looking forward to Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker which we hope does not suck. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I, I am uh, Hope Springs Eternal. Hope Springs Eternal. Say hi, Ariani. Hi, Ariani. There you go. That's an old uh, 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 March Brothers joke, right? Yeah, there we go. You might hear more from her at a later date. And one more person we want to say hello to is 3.0, our editor. Hello there. All right. And uh, we'll uh, just a little bit of... Uh, Hello, uh, we're looking forward to, uh, what is this? What's this? Oh, this is, uh, oh, okay, okay. But anyway, no podcast work capes. Had a couple glasses of wine. See you after the movie. All right, that was us in the theater. And, uh, wow, this is, uh, Spedavecchia sent me a meme, uh, the other day of, of uh, Dr. Manhattan uh, cartoon and uh, drawing, and it said, uh, 1983, I'm going to the theater to see the final episode of a uh, final movie, a Star Wars movie. And then it said, was it 2000 and Five. 2005? Five. I'm going to see the final Star Wars movie. And then what is it now? 2019. 2019, yep. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was a great little meme, especially if you watch Watchmen and uh, you know yeah. seen the final episode or any Watchmen. So watch Watchmen. We're gonna talk about it later, but not this episode. This is all Star Wars, and uh, spoilers for all Star Wars. Everything Star Wars related. If you haven't seen it, uh, go watch it and then come back and listen to the podcast because we're gonna spoil episode one, episode two, Rogue Nation. That's not Star Wars. Rogue One. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> See. I even I'm going off on a tangent, but Mandalorian, especially the newest episode. Um, yeah, if you haven't seen Mandalorian, uh, go sit down and watch that. Everything's everything's fair game. Uh, so please, please, you ha- have been so forewarned. If you haven't gotten Disney Plus, you get like a week free, so that's one episode per day, and you'll be all cut up. All right, yeah, there you go. So stop. Uh, this reco- stop the listening. Go get that week of Disney Plus, and then come back and listen. Yeah, but wait because the whole season's not out yet. So wait till next Friday when they drop the season. Then get your free week, and then watch it. All right. So Rise of Skywalker. 
much anticipated, uh, a lot of people worrying as they were going into the theater. Um, and again, we kind of consider these, uh, when, we're, when we're recording our podcast, we're just considering these discussions and not reviews. Um, but, you know, we really kind of, you know, speak our mind about this. So, Anthony, what's your first impressions? What's, your, what's, what's the first thing that pops into your mind, uh, popped into your mind after you watched the, the film? So, when we saw The Last Jedi, when the movie ended, we looked at each other and simultaneously said, what the f*** was that? <laughs> so, so, before this movie started, I looked at you and I said, as long as when this movie ends, if we don't look at each other and say, what the f*** was that, we'll be good. And uh, we didn't say that. So, um, you know what? I, in my opinion, I actually, I really like this movie. It's not without its issues or problems. But personally, to me, I thought it was better than both Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. And I think a, a lot of our discussion is going to go back into Last Jedi. And you can't not talk about Last Jedi when you're talking about this. And I think, um, and that's true. Uh, uh, w when we walked out of The Last Jedi, I, I, we, we, we had that conversation. I think that my opinion has changed of The Last Jedi. I'm, I'm much more forgiving of it. Um, and again, and I think I said in, in other podcasts, the problems with The Last Jedi, um, I think, are the problems that were caused by The Force Awakens. So I actually blame The Force Awakens for it. Um, coming out of the theater, uh, I was entertained. It was a lot of Star Warsy stuff happening in front of me. Um, I enjoyed myself. I think that the uh, the cast was awesome. Um, and I'll start with this. So instead of like doing a whole like like general statement about the whole movie, I'm going to start just going in really deep in. The part I like the most about it is that they had the team together. Right. That in the you know that <clears throat> Finn Ray. Um, and and Poe were running around, flying around in the Millennium Falcon. They actually had lines together. They were a group and a kind of people that had relationships with each other. Now, mind you, that those relationships weren't fully formed uh, uh, between each other. They didn't really have. Then they were trying to figure that out in the film. But they're really strong actors delivering good lines and and kind of uh, having fun with each other on the falcon and i really like that and and last last night kate and i my wife we watched uh, a new hope again and and really that was the core of that movie was this kind of the millennium falcon is a plot device and what a, the millennium falcon is it's a room where they all have to be together and they have to talk to each other and we talk about these characters and their relationships with each other um, at the end of The Last Jedi, it's like Ryan Johnson realized that, like, at the end, that in the last two movies, Ray and Poe had never talked. Right. And they're like, oh, hi, I'm Poe, I'm Ray. So that kind of thing that Star Wars is, Star Wars is like a, is like a Dungeons and Dragons party. You know, mm -hmm. that they're going around and, and, and working together and they're just kind of running around. Um Guardians of the Galaxy worked because they're a team of people inside a spaceship that had to deal with each other. It's like the, the television show Firefly. Those 
television shows are based on Star Wars. And the big core thing of Star Wars is these group of friends in the mystery machine running around like some big mansion, like the Death Star or a haunted house, it doesn't matter. And they're running around and doing those things together. And and finally, we had that with these characters and these actors. Now, mind you, the lines were done very quickly. Things went very fast. And they didn't have a lot of character development. And it was kind of very yeah, superficial. The first 45 minutes is very quick paced, almost like a series of vignettes. We're just so like... fast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah chime in, Ariane. Don't, damn, you know... Damn. Speak, yeah, speak yeah, up. Yeah. T, no, well, T can get long with it. You got to cut him off. So yeah, I, I, I bulldoze. You know, <laughs> you know. Well, well here, Ariane, what, what, what did, what is your impression of the movie? I was unhappy, but that's because I'm one of the few people who stand the Last Jedi like super hard. Like I was all in for that movie. Like I almost defended a little too much because of the backlash against it because I thought it was so different so fresh so innovative and it was just you know The Force Awakens left so many questions it had so many like you know unanswered things it's like and then there's this and then there's that raised parents why did Maz Kanata have the lightsaber you know all this stuff the fate of the galaxy Kylo Ren what's his deal there were so many unanswered questions and Ryan Johnson had to answer those and he had to like write his way into those. And so I feel like with the rise of Skywalker, JJ Abrams was kind of like, yeah, but I'm going to make my sequel. I'm going to take right. the stuff I liked from the last Jedi because he really went all in with like the force projection and like now they can teleport things with the force and like give each other things. Yeah, actually we're going to refer to it as Apple Force Time. That's uh that's what I've been calling it. <laughs> so yeah, like that sort of thing. He like really liked it and then just capitalized it on it more and things that he didn't like or didn't work or had a huge fan backlash just kind of like got Push to the side. Yeah, see, I, I was saying to, to T today, my biggest fear about this movie before, and I've said that on a previous podcast that we recorded that I don't I don't know if we ever released it, but I was afraid you were going to be able to go from The Force Awakens to Rise of Skywalker, totally skip The Last Jedi, and it's not going to matter. And that's essentially what happened. You can pretty much fill in the gaps, right? So like, And that sucks. Right. To me. That sounds I, really hard. I agree with that because then at that point, what's the point of the movie? So, like, to, to your point, episode four, five, and six, everyone, if you're a Star Wars fan, you pretty much love those movies. That's the holy grail, right? One, two, and three, at the time, people loved them. I know everybody hates on them now, but, you know, pe people won't admit that they loved them 20 years ago, and they, they totally did. But now it's cool to hate on the, the, the prequels. And I have a point about that when you're done. Yeah. So... What happened with The Force Awakens is you basically got a remix of the greatest hits of Star Wars. And that's essentially what The Force Awakens is, right? And then to your point, what you said earlier, The Last Jedi tried to do something that was so different and so out of left field that what it did was disregard the mystery boxes that J.J. was setting up in Force Awakens by answering them without really answering them. Like the whole Rey has no parents, they're nobody. 
that wasn't what JJ intended. And by the rise of Skywalker, you can tell that's a hundred percent true because he actually had an idea. Um, the problem was there was no overall plan for the trilogy. So it's kind of like, Oh, we're going to write this one. Now we'll write this one. And now we're just going to wrap everything up in this final episode. And I, I feel like that's what they it. did. I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. But my beef with it is that like, you know, like the number one rule of improv is that when someone goes, yes. And like, you have to like, keep it keep going. It going. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right, right. And instead of doing that, like, instead of, like, Brian Johnson said, and now we're in a kitchen, and J.J. Abrams went, no, we're not. Like, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Like, he completely, like... Uh, yeah, that's... Like, yeah, that's... What's up, man? Yeah, like, you... for, for me. Like, he just completely just ruined a sketch. Yeah. But to, to, me, to your I, point I, about the prequels, and I, I was going to say... I'm sorry. I know, go, go, go. That, um, for me, I know the prequels are, like, scorched earth. And, like, people have big problems with them and that's fine because it's true they are a hot mess but the last jedi kind of made me love the prequels more because it had that part where luke acknowledged that the jedi just fucked <laughs> up and that's why you know darth vader happened and like pretty much it acknowledged that the jedi were very flawed and the prequels addressed that but it was so like covered in that nobody noticed. Right, right, and <laughs> and I think I think the grand thesis of the Last Jedi was this: was it was you know the Protestant Reformation, right? Mm-hmm. That the that the that the that the Jedi Order was Catholicism, and that they had to you know uh, they they had to um, for you to access the Force, you had to go through this system, which was the the um, the Jedi Order, and it wasn't for the people, right? It was something that only a very few who are well-bred and had are of the right stock who are able to have access to the Jedi, Do to, the, to the Force. On this podcast? Right, and and but, no, but it's it, but this is the thing. But I mean, this is what it was really, right? Mm-hmm. And and it that's a powerful thing, I think that that Ryan Johnson was doing in the last jedi and i and i and that kind of core of it i mean i like the last jedi a lot more than i did when i first saw it a lot of it was because i re-examined it because of the backlash because it's i think it's not as bad as the backlash and it's not as good as the people who staunchly defend it you know it's always somewhere in between right mm-hmm. but i think that core thesis that he was doing is how do we get the jedi to people and it ends with that shot of the little boy and it's so subtle right because a lot of people missed it when he's there the last shot is a little boy sweeping, sweeping and he, yep. he and he got the broom to come to his hand using the force and a lot of people didn't see that right off the bat because it's not like it, the music didn't, I mean, it didn't really show it really yeah. well. And that's this idea about how to, and I think JJ dropping the ball on that grand thesis that was in the the, 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 the Last Jedi is, I think, the biggest mistake JJ Abrams Because it made. makes the world so much more smaller. And it's like, limiting the possibilities right the possibilities now are so limited because ray being related to anybody if it was skywalker if it was obi-wan if it was palpatine if it was han solo if she was related to somebody it was the like the last thing i wanted right because i wanted it to be 
I wanted her to be powerful outside of some relative, you right, know? Right, right, I wanted her to, you know, her being Ray Skywalker was, like, inevitable in one way or another. I thought, my theory was that it was going to be, like, the Knights of Ren. I thought she was going to start, like, the Knights of Skywalker and have it be, like, a title. Yeah, yeah. That would have been okay with me. But it would have been more powerful if she would have been just like, I'm Rey. Just Rey. Without a name. And she was still powerful without a name. And there's something to be said that, you know, she rejected the name Palpatine. Because that's not who she wants to be. She didn't make that choice. She chose Spoiler alert, Rey's a Palpatine in case no one one knows. (laughs) Sorry. That's what we're implying. Spoilers. Spoilers. (laughs) <laughs> Ray, I yeah, am yeah, your yeah. grandfather. Yeah. Well, she chose the name right, Skywalker. Right. She chose because... the name Skywalker, and and that was one of the cringeworthy moments of uh, I think the movie, the movie, the yeah, Rise of Skywalker. Corny. It was. There's a lot of there's a lot of corny. Uh, there's a lot of uh, corny parts. I guess ha- it's Star Wars anyway. You get what you sign up for, right? I mean, when when you call the movie the Rise of Skywalker though, and there was no Skywalker that rose, you can kind of see that coming at the yeah, end. Yeah, I mean. Why it shouldn't have been Harrison Ford talking to Kylo Ren. It should have been Anakin. It should have been Hayden Christensen. I think it should have been Leia. But poor right, Carrie I mean, Fisher. Carrie yeah. Fisher had died. Yeah, because when I thought of Rise of Skywalker, I thought it was I think be that probably Anakin. would have been their plan. If if Carrie Fisher hadn't died, she would have force connected with her son and had a conversation with him. Yeah. That would have been something for me. Something's really special. Yeah. Those so the, in the beginning of the film, though, there was some. You you said it out loud in the theater, like Uncanny Valley with those beginnings. So, yeah, I, I know they tried, and what they wanted to do uh, with with Leia. It looked better in Rogue One. Yeah, um, <laughs> you know what I wanted to see though when they did the flashback with Luke and Leia training, like in their like early thirties. Yeah. I was like. That's a movie yeah. I want to see. Like, I want to see that movie. When, I don't when, care if they're all CGI. That's a movie I want to see. When Luke lifted up his face, like his mask, I was like, oh, that was good. I was like, that's nice. Mark Hamill looks so pretty good there. But when when Leia lifted up her mask, I was like, ooh. Like, <laughs> Listen, really bad. I, I don't care if it was all CGI. That's the story I want to see. I want to see You know what, see? I got a better I one for you. You know what that. the most interesting Leia story training. they set up in these movies are? Mm. It's the plot between episodes six and seven, where Luke's training Kylo Ren and the Knights of Ren. That's the story I want. Kylo to see. Ren, yeah. That would have been more interesting uh, than the Force Awakens. A, that would have been an interesting. Well, yeah. The well, Knights not, of Ren didn't do. Listen, they are the new. I'm sorry. <laughs> Everybody's gonna look at them. You could have <laughs> cut them out of the movie. It would have been the same movie yeah, yeah. and the same right. thing. It's fan service. They because everybody was like, it, they were like, these are the Knights of Ren, and we're like, whoa, the Knights of Ren, and we wanted to see the Knights of Ren, and then they didn't show up, and then they were like, uh, you know, Rise of Skywalker just wanted to give us right. everything we complained about. Mm-hmm. No, but you know who else you could have cut out from this movie, and I'm gonna get like real like controversial here. Okay, Jana. Who was the uh, Land, that's Lando's yeah, yeah, yeah. daughter, other stormtrooper who defected Lando's daughter, right. a tall black girl. <laughs> what at the end? That yeah, there's a thing. He like yeah, it was like let's find out who you're going to be. Listen, oh god, and it We're was supposed get that movie. And, but that was like and and listen, I love Billy D. Williams. I love Lando. I love Billy D. Williams. The weakest acting job in the entire movie is Lando Calrissian. He's <laughs> like there going. I'm in a Star Wars movie. Where's my I, check? <laughs> everything is great. Look at me. It was like he was doing 
a Star Wars sketch on Saturday Night Live rather than being in a Star Wars movie. He it didn't communicate special. He didn't communicate any. He didn't communicate any kind of uh, fear of stakes or 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 anything. I I love Lando. No, I love him Billy and Chewie Williams, were, but I mean he was him and just were he was window in dressing. And they were going out for a drink afterwards. Um, but no, but yeah. but to the point, it was like <laughs> yeah. when she introduces uh, herself to him at the end. I took it as, oh, this could possibly be his daughter, or he's totally hitting on her, <laughs> one or the other. Yeah, yeah, it was really creepy. <laughs> it was so creepy. No, but listen, you didn't find that creepy. That was I just, creepy. I was too, I was too <laughs> mad. But listen, I did not like the first like black female character shoehorned into this movie right. so Finn could have someone to talk to because the crush with Ray wasn't going to work out. What happened with the, the relationship with Rose? They put her to the side too. You could cut out the two women of color from this movie yeah, and it would be the same movie yeah. and I'm hurt. Uh, yeah. Like Rose Tico means so much for me. Like, she's the one I defend the most in The Last Jedi. She got the worst backlash. She got run off of social media. Right, right. By angry, racist, horrible fanboys. And her character was the most important thing in that movie. Her her thing with her and Benicio Del Toro being like the angel and devil on Finn's shoulder. Like, come on. Yeah. Just everything about her was so great. She was so idealistic as a character. She had such a light in that movie. And I'm just like, what could you hate about this? And there was space for her. There was space for her and they replaced her because, uh, so, yeah, the there's no reason she couldn't the, go on the, the Falcon with them on this journey. The Falcon, right? They put some weird, uh, like, uh, yep. pod racer the alien giant slug on, looking thing. In, on the Falcon as the, <clears throat> as, as the chief engineer's role, the Scotty role, which, Rose is the chief engineer. She should have been in that scene. And then when they were shooting at the TIE fighters, why was not Rose going down to the second gunnery's it's position and shooting? to the fanboys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's bootlicking. Yeah. It's absolute bootlicking. Yeah. Bootlicking, I'm sorry. <laughs> and, and, yeah, it, it, it's, it, it's like a corporate decision. Uh, like, it's a corporate decision coming down going, well, we're going to have to make these major changes because of everything that happened, that all the the... the, the the fanboy backlash and yeah, that's what happened. It was it was those decisions were made at a corporate level. And I'm sure the same thing happened with the sequel. I mean, sorry, prequel trilogy, episode one, two, and three. That's all. That's all. That's all. Nobody being able to say no to George Lucas. He just said, "Do it like this and do it like that." That was all George Lucas, and no one being brave enough to be like, "Hey, let's slow down and let's shoot the scene again. Let's make this a little better." No, it, that's all George George Lucas. There's no boardroom. There was absolutely no boat, no boardroom. It was all George Lucas. Yeah, he was just he slept walk through that a lot of the bits. <laughs> the and the, the 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 Revenge of the Sith. He did, he had Spielberg direct the fight between uh, Anakin and Obi Wan. Right? Yeah, he did. He would. He was like. Let's just get these movies out. And that's fine. That's how he was just okaying things and sure. And 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 it's and it, he's notorious. He's te- he's a good producer. He's a terrible director. Um, well, he's notorious screenwriter. Yeah. Well, I. Okay. I mean, I don't have enough to to because to just... what do the original actors all say? You can write this stuff, but you can't act it. 
Right. You know? But they did. And they did a good job doing it. They did their damnedest. The issue is with George Lucas and the criticism about him as a director is they do one take and if you ask for notes, he goes, yeah, that but better. And then he does every, he goes, okay, everything's done in this take, let's move on because he's thinking about the special effects and he's not thinking about the acting job. That's why, you know, he was pulled. Empire was... Yeah, not um, him. uh, um, Kasdan. Kasdan. And... And uh, David Lynch was supposed to direct Return of the Jedi. That would be crazy. That would be... (laughs) (laughs) That would be crazy. But another thing I think you brought up, Ariane, that was really important is this kind of, this feeling of the world being small. And I think you're you're right when you say all of a sudden everybody's related. Why does she have... She doesn't have to be Palpatine's... uh, She didn't have uh, to. uh, But you know what? Right off the bat in Force Awakens, the world became small again because it felt like The Force Awakens wiped away all the big victories because 30 years later, we're in the, same the status quo was maintained. Yeah, but you look had, where we are, T. Yeah, hmm? Look where we are in real life. I know, right? It's, yeah, no, you know, like, it's not Na- Nazis are back on the Yeah, right, you know, right, like... <laughs> you know, yeah, so, I mean, it, it, that's true, you know. Fascism it, will it, always it, find a way, you know, man. You try and sneak, sneak <laughs> back in, right? Um and, but I mean, it, 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 I mean, my grand criticism of the entire series, and and I think the the prequels did a better job. It was the prequels were more creative. They 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 took me to places that I hadn't seen before. Introduced me to car- new characters. Uh, I think that the Force Awakens, the Last Jedi, especially the the end fight there that looked like Hoth. That was just a, a, a redo of all. Um, um, I mean, it was, yeah, yeah. The Last Jedi is guilty of it too, and and also the Emperor's Throne Room battle, um, and they keep on doing the Emperor's Throne Room battle over and over again. It was these kind of things, though. They went back and they go, yeah, "What that makes that fight was cool?" Yeah, it was well. It was really well executed, and that the that 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 the way Snoke died, the way the way Ray and and Kylo Ren were fighting together was awesome, but. It was not new, right? It was line by line. Reach out with the force. You try, oh, try and pull the, the lightsaber from my side. It's just like, and I know George Lucas said, oh, it it's rhymes. like poetry. It rhymes. It comes back as refrains. It's like row, row, row your boat. <laughs> but, but, you know, but still. But like, the boat should hit a tidal wave every once in a while. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I, you know, I, I want. But at the same time, people want Star Wars stuff. They want the lightsaber battles, and they want the pew pew and all that. There were no lightsaber lightsaber battles in Rogue One, and that was an awesome movie. I think that the 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 final battle in Rogue One was twenty times better than the one we just saw at the end of Rise of Skywalker. Oh yeah, for sure. It was like I could feel the weight of the ships when I'm looking at Rise of Skywalker, and I had this conversation with the Zhuo the one of the greatest animators I know, it just felt like copy and paste. Here's a Star Destroyer, copy and paste in the background. And the far- Death Stars! <laughs> yeah. And the farther in the back, we just make them a little more blurry and a little more desaturated so they seem like they're farther in the background. We'll put some haze on it. And it was just like, that was an absolutely nothing new for me. And there was, it felt... I, it wasn't just one Death Star T. It was many of them. Yeah, Ridiculous. they have a right, good right. production it was, line, apparently. It was like, on Exegol. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah uh, 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 Look, 
I that was that that was it was just like Rogue One was so good. I mean, some of the parts of Rogue One were clunky. It's not a perfect movie, but the best it Disney, suffers from reshoots and all that. Yeah, the best Disney Star Wars movie is Rogue One, and and you know what? Uh, one of my coworkers that's a hot take that came in who who's a hello who listens to the uh to the podcast came into my classroom and was like. Um, and she was like, yeah, Rogue One was the best one. Rogue One was the best one. And I, I got to agree with it because it was just new characters doing different things. And it wasn't bound was to anything star. other than, right. Here, here's the Death Star plans. How are you going to get them? And that was it. There was no characters that you really needed or anything like that. But, um, right. The, the end battle of Rise of Skywalker, you know what that is, right? That's, uh, everybody coming back from the snap at the end of Avengers Endgame. When everybody just shows up and they're all here and they right. start blowing stuff up and you, there's it's a million things going satisfying. on. But that's because you took yeah. the time and you know all these characters. There's 40 characters on screen. You right. know everybody's name. Here, who right. did you know? Mm-hmm. Lando and Carrie Fisher's character, who I don't even remember, but she was with Babu Frick, who stole the movie, basically. Who was that? What? The, the little... The the little guy. Oh, the with, little mechanic man. Yeah, Bobby oh, Frick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was great. Wasn't um, Wedge Antilles in this? Yeah, Wedge oh, Antilles yeah, that's right. Wedge was Sean, on that's screen right. for like two seconds. Two seconds. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But how many people are going to know that's him? Yeah, and there was no, like, no one, in a hot ship didn't come in, and there wasn't like a, you know, there could have been so much there, and it was just copy and pasted spaceships. It really became like this Transformers thing. We're just throwing stuff, broken glass at our face, and calling it like, um... Uh, a finale yeah yeah and i feel like the battles too just um compared to the last jedi and the force awakens were just not like thrilling no because the lightsaber battle between finn and ray versus kylo in the force awakens in the snow super cool super well choreographed super fun when ray reaches out and that lightsaber comes to her right a moment Okay, when Luke goes out, faces Kylo by himself, even though he said he wasn't going to do it, he did it, and it was a force fake out. My theater clapped when he did that little dust off his shoulder, (laughs) like my theater went crazy. This one, people were like, nothing. And this is why, because they killed Chewbacca 20 minutes into the film, and I'm like, you saw me in the theater. I yep. was like, oh, oh no. my gosh, did they kill Chewbacca? I was like, one, I was hurt, but I was also excited because it was like... And consequences. Consequences. People are going to die. They brought him back. What, five what, minutes five later. Five minutes later. Like, but it was it at that moment. Hour. But it was at <laughs> that moment I said to you, T, raise a Palpatine. <laughs> yeah. when, when she yeah, shot the, the lightning yeah, out of her yeah, hands, that's the, the first thing I thought about. Hands, yeah. Yeah. I, I said to yeah. him totally, she's a Palpatine. I, Right. And I really thought from there what the story was going to do, which would have been, I, I guess, more interesting. Not that I would have loved it, but the Game of Thrones thing where Khaleesi flipped the switch and now you have Rey as the bad one and Kylo as the good one. Yeah. And that was going to be your, your your battle in the end, um, which I don't know if it was a better idea than what they did, but it would have been, I feel like, a little more interesting. Yeah. Oh, boy. But, yeah, to your point, like, where was Chewie's other ship? Right. And, and it, you know, there's going to be all kinds. There's always going to be plot holes, and we have to just, like, and hand wave the plot holes. Yep. I don't mind. With C-3PO. Right. Look at my I notes. I thought his Look memory at my notes. was going to be permanent. They have this huge thing. <laughs> yeah. 
potholes. <laughs> no. Yeah, it I'm, says C-3PO, Chewie, Kylo Redemption. <laughs> but it's crazy. Like, I was, like, emotionally invested. I was like, wow, C-3PO gets his hero moment. This annoying character has annoyed us for six movies or more because, right. like, freaking Anakin built him. And he was just this frustrating, annoying character played by a frustrating, annoying right. actor. And then he had a hero moment, and he was willing to sacrifice himself. And I was like, "Wow, this is emotional." Right. And, and they brought him like, back, and the hand waved a, a hand, a, 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 a side kind of thing. Oh yeah, like, he's oh, back. He's, he's fine. fine. Yep, Nothing fine, happened. Yeah. I'm just like, the, man. <laughs> the, those were the last Jedi decisions that got paid off five minutes later instead of the next movie because there's not going to be a next movie. Yeah. All the stuff that they set up. Right. But um. But yeah, so two two things that Ariani mentioned before, mm. um, Benicio del Toro, right? Like, where was he? Oh, I think he was. I, I think he was necessary for just the Last Jedi. It would have been cool, right? If he had gotten his comeuppance, but I think what he did in the Last Jedi was necessary. Like his last line, but, where he's just like, "Yeah, maybe," and that's it. Let Let me pose. Let me pose this mm. to you. What if he was the mole instead of Hux? That would have been cool. Poor Hux. Right? Poor Hux. He got. He did not have a chance. He did not stand a chance. No, he he was just mad at Kylo. So I'm gonna spill the secrets. There was no reason. He just he had no no real reason to be a mole other than he was mad at this guy. But I get that motivation. Eventually turned on everybody. It would have anyway. been cool if he had like joined them somehow for a little bit. I don't know. I, right. I, you know, and I don't mean to, you know, like, play into my cruelest of emotions, but I like seeing him get shot like that. That was it, funny. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> die, dude. And Richard E. Grant, <laughs> yeah. I love him. Han shot yeah, first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Richard E. Grant was good. He, was, he looked like he was having a good time, even though and all, I hate that he was a Palpatine shill. Yeah. All the actors were so good. Every single one, top Everybody to bottom. Everybody brought their A game. Yeah. Except and, Billy and like, And like, I, the, my favorite part, and I, I, sorry, I'm going back to this again, is having Ray, Kylo, and Finn just banter. You mean Poe and... What did I say? You said oh, Kylo. I'm sorry. Ray, Poe, and Finn um, just banter there in the, in the Millennium Falcon. Rose could have been there. And that would have been awesome. They brought in, what's his face, from Lost and... Um, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, and what oh, was yeah. he? He was Dom- just yeah. there, like Dom- delivering a name? line. Is it Daniel? Dominic, I think it's Dominic. Dominic. Right, and and Dominic. it's like, it's yeah, I love it. But bring him into Star Wars. But what is he doing? He's just standing there. He's just like, oh, a face we know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it kind of so he wasn't a character. He was that actor just happening to be there, right? And, it's and like, a, oh, we know him. They should have had him find the one ring. <laughs> they should have had him find the one ring. It's just uh, you know, it was. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I would have liked to have seen more of Rose. I would have liked to have seen... Um, I just did the disservice to women of color. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no doubt. It hurts. It hurts me. For the people who don't know, I'm a non-white woman. And so seeing these kinds of characters on screen means a lot to me. And to see them so dismissed and so shoehorned and to the point that they could be cut out from the movie and nothing would matter, that sucks. Right. I, I read a I read a tweet that somebody put out um, because they had uh, um, th- there was a lesbian kiss in the in the film there at the end. And and, and somebody made a tweet. Wait, it's wonderful that you had that. But they said, mm. well, it's great. 
you put lesbians in the film. Now give them something to do in a film. Or something to the extent don't that's so that's more bootlicking it's like here here have some queer representation that can be cut out easily in china and saudi arabia oh yeah yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's 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 and it's insulting yeah because it's again it's yeah they have to make it it's better to have none of it at all right you can't put things like that and not act on it it's just like yeah here's this uh officer lady we saw her in the last jedi we saw her again in this movie. Okay, we know her face. We know her deal. Right. Oh, she has a lady friend. Here, have a little smooch at the end. Yeah. Celebration smooch. Yay. But that could have been cut out for yeah. international markets. Yeah, it's, it's, it's they're very canny boardroom decisions. It's right. the Dumbledore's gay thing. Right, right. No <laughs> doubt. Um, but the, the other point that, that you made before that I wanted to, to bring back up, uh, talking about Finn and Ray, that it didn't work out between them, so they had to find him another love interest. So... Let me ask you guys, what do you think he was trying to say? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. It was a JJ mystery box. Who, Finn? Finn. Finn's uh, like, I have to tell you something, Ray. And they're about to die. And they're like, what were you going to tell But it? you saw what I sent you, right? Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, talk about that. So. Yeah. Oh. Uh, well, you know, JJ confirmed what he was saying, yeah. right? Yeah, I sent it to T. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Where JJ said in like a, a screening where it's just like, he wanted to tell Ray he was force sensitive and it's just like, in what world is someone about to die exactly. in a sandpit? They're going to go, Ray, I'm force sensitive. <laughs> like, everybody laughed at that part because they were just like, oh, he's going to say I love you. Right. Because JJ established himself that he had a big old crush on Ray. Asking, right. oh, do you have a boyfriend? A cute boyfriend? Like, Things like that. You did. You wrote that in. Right. What do yep. you mean? <laughs> he doesn't care about her anymore. Right. He spent the whole last Jedi going, I need to find Rey. Yeah. All I give about is Rey. I only want Rey. Right. Yep. There, was no, there was no plan for the characters. There was no plan for the characters. These characters were saved by really great acting. Mm-hmm. You know, that... Uh, Poor Finn, though. And, and again, I'll go, I'm going to go back to... I didn't like what they did with Finn in Last Jedi because they made him comic relief. He was a little bit of a buffoon. And the line delivery that they got from him was just kind of, I don't know what's happening around me and blah, 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 walking with the Bakta suit. And it's kind of like you were to laugh at him. Right. And now here, finally... Like he was in his what was the what was the movie uh, the block where, where, where attack they, the block attack the block right you know he's a, he's you know he was a person of agency he was you know he was he was heroic you know and he got to be heroic again great movie attack the block check it out um, he had his hero moment in Last Jedi yeah but where he I does mean, a rebel scum yeah and he fights with Phasma but they cut that out they cut the whole, did you see the the deleted scene from that I didn't they have this whole arc of this layered conversation about, you know, him and her and being a part of the Empire. And you've seen that, right, Spade? The only deleted scene I I saw was with him, and I think it's with Tom Hardy, right? When they're in the elevator? Tom Hardy. There was this additional... Yeah. Tom Hardy? Tom Hardy Hardy played a stormtrooper. He played a stormtrooper in Last Jedi. Yeah. 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 Boy, he loves wearing masks. There are a bunch of... (laughs) There were a bunch of cameos. actors who played stormtroopers. No, yeah, yeah, I know, you know Daniel um, Craig is Daniel one. Daniel Craig yeah. played one. I think Prince yeah, Harry right, and Chris exactly. Willow were one. Right, 
but there's a conversation where um he basically calls out Finn on the elevator and Finn thinks he's going to out him as like a, a traitor or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, nice to see you got promoted. Um, oh, right, you know, right. good to know that stormtroopers can become something other oh than God. stormtroopers. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's it's a really good conversation, and it it gets flipped totally. But it kind of takes you out once you realize, oh, that's Tom Hardy, yeah. because it's just kind of hard not to hear nice. Tom Hardy. You know, if it was just if it was T talking, it'd be like, oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> so so um, now I'm second guessing myself, but I'm gonna look after you know mm-hmm. after we record. So I remember and maybe my memory is faulty, that there's a, a, a cut scene of Finn and um, Captain Phasma that extended their showdown at the end. And there was this great thing about, like, they were shouting at each other about politics and stuff like that. And it was just really awesome. And it made a much better... Um, conflict. A conflict and character arc and, and kind of thing for for for... For Finn well, and and I and think they whiffed on Phasma in both movies. They <laughs> her up yeah, like I, she's I, such I, a cool character, yeah, I, I, and they I just gave her they, nothing. Yeah, no, they gave her yeah. nothing to do. But and they had a the great actress Finn. playing her too. Yeah, yes, yeah. and Gwendolyn Christie's beautiful and amazing, and she's so charismatic and great. And her costume was cool, but they didn't know what to do with her. It sucked. Right. I but agree. here's yep. the problem I have with Finn in this movie in Rise of Skywalker. He's basically setsless. Not that these movies are very sexy, but like Poe has this moment with this girl, with Carrie Russell, and I need that audio isolated of him going, can I kiss you? I need it. <laughs> I need it for, for reasons. <laughs> Just for your ringtone. <laughs> and, um, and obviously Ray has her romantic moment with Kylo. Some people think it's like a little... Eh, what? I have problems with that, but you know, it was she as had... cringeworthy as the kiss in Empire between Luke and Leia. <laughs> That's what it felt yeah. like. Yeah, but that that didn't become cringeworthy till Return of the Jedi when you found out they were related. So <laughs> okay, and go... it was six years. Uh, oh, that's all right. And back to that to mm-hmm. kind of thing. I mean, I was twelve when I first saw um, uh, Return of the Jedi, and that moment where they're like, "Leia's your sister," I was like, "That's kind of corny." And, you know, and, and it's it felt as if, it felt as if, and it's a very Star Wars thing, because they want to try and get that moment again that they got at the end of Return uh, Empire Strikes Back. You're never going to get that moment again. Mm-hmm. You can't do any kind of parental reveal anymore. And and they did it in Return of the Jedi, and it was like, wah, wah. Um, and they did it now in, in yeah. um, because to me, it was a, like a nothing burger. Oh, you're, you're, you're. Palpatine's granddaughter. All right. Fine. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. I understand where you're coming. I understand where you're coming from about like all of a sudden, um, you know, she just can't be the thing. And it, then it like it, 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 to appease the the uh, the Mary Sue crowd. Right. And uh, uh, but it, that kind of, oh, yeah, you're related kind of. And it was a big secret is very Star Wars. And how did Palpatine survive Getting thrown from that thing, How and did... the Death Star exploding, <laughs> and also, whose cheeks was he clapping? <laughs> Are we gonna get young, hot Palpatine now? Who's, like, what? like, what? <laughs> what? Whose cheeks is he clapping? <laughs> See, you're, you're too old for that one. Okay. See, you know how there's a baby Yoda. There has oh, to be a baby are, Yoda, a mommy and daddy. Oh, that's what. 
That's what you young folks call it now. Yeah. Well, I'm saying, like, who's the baby mama? Because <laughs> he's the grandfather. Well, you know, listen, we're the slimy politicians have children now. all over the place. Now, so listen, I... now we're going to get young hot Palpatine movies, right? We're going to yeah. get prequel prequels. Yeah. And it's going to be played by the actor who played it. <laughs> listen, I got I got one word, five syllables for, for you. Mm. Metachlorians. Metachlorians. Yeah, I mean... There's that answer- how babies are made in Star Wars? Like- <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's um, how Anakin was made, right? Right, right. Midichlorians, oh, right. Because right? it was what? like she... The my mother said he didn't is, have a father. In my head canon, Palpatine caused the impregnation of Shmi Skywalker. Ew. Not that he actually did it. But through using the force kind of no, thing, he, he caused, magnetism, he, he he caused a, a, a convergence of midichlorians that were able to kind of do that. Well, are midichlorians, are they still canon? Yes. Though it's in, it's, it was said in the movie, it's canon. Yeah. Now, it was vague when they described it. So, you know what I mean? I, you know, it, it's just, oh, that's how we can talk to the living force. And it's like, whatever. You know, and it was corny, but they ju- it was just a plot device so that Kwai Kon Jin could say, oh, wow, this kid is powerful with the Force without having him have be trained in the Force. Mm-hmm. That's, what, that's, what that, that's what that was. I was making a point before, and I don't remember what it was now. Oh, it was about Finn. Because we were talking about how Rey had her kiss with Kyla, right? But... Yeah. In this movie, they shoehorned in Jenna uh-huh. for Finn. And then Lando had the moment. And then whatever is going on with her. Who cares? Hi. <laughs> Let's find out. Hi. But it's I'm like But they had like their little kiki about them being stormtroopers, how they both defected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, oh God. Okay, so they're yeah. gonna be a so thing. They, so they have, but know. like they didn't get a kiss, they didn't get a moment, you know. There was they, too much stuff happening. And movie. it's just like and Rose neither. He gave Rose a little like, we can be friends, shoulder pat. And I was just like, oh no. Like, just like, and it sucks because it's like, here's a charismatic young black actor. Where's his romantic lead? Where his, where's his sparring partner, you know? I know, I know it's- Finn um, got no game, yo. Well, actually it's Poe. It's really Poe, <laughs> but they had to like no homo it. He, he loves He loves Poe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they should have had a scene with Rose and Poe waking up and then Rose going, get get the hell out. I got to go to work. You mean Finn? <laughs> no, Poe. Uh, po. Because he's trying to be such a player. And Rose oh is like, God. get the hell out of here. I got to go to work. It's oh over. Go, go. God. There's you, you left your pants over there. Get out. Come on. No, this is a children's movie. These are for children. Okay, I'm going to make... Star Wars are for the kids. All right, one. Here's my argument about whenever anybody says Star Wars is a children's movie. You go back and watch the original Star Wars. And yes, um, it is not grand cinema for adults and things like that. But there's like a Schindler's List moment in Star Wars where he's looking at the burnt corpses. <laughs> of his, and they, they, that camera lingers there for a couple of seconds and you see this, the, this, the, charred, the, the skin. charred skin dripping off the thing. And Star Wars is based on spaghetti Flash westerns, Gordon. spaghetti westerns, samurai films, and war movies, and then Flash Gordon, right? 
and you know you, and, and a, a thousand other things, but those are some of the core things, right? Mm-hmm. Who is that um, uh, put for? This is not a, like this is not Shrek, right? It's, it's not Shrek. It's not Shrek, but it is for it was for like you know a teenage crowd, right? And even and if we go to something like Shrek or any of the the movies now, the 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 big movies for kids. They work on a lot of levels. Yeah. So there's the, every three minutes, there's an inside joke for the parents. Yeah. So these movies, in the end, Star Wars is for everybody. Right. Right. Well, I've always said that, that yeah. Star Wars is for everybody. And that's why I get so mad about the fanboys who want to bogart, like, the story okay. as if it was made just for them. And it's just like, no, you do not have control of this. Right. There are creative people who are in charge of this. And yes, that goes all the way to the top of like shareholders and all that shit. That's the Listen, if these movies were made just for fanboys, they would not make trillions of dollars like they do. Yeah, right, right. Exactly. Right. And that's the thing. Fanboys think they're so special for loving Star Wars and it's just like Star Wars is the pizza and burgers of movies. Right. Okay? Star Wars is the number three highest grossing movie of all time. A New Hope. Adjusted for inflation. Adjusted for inflation. I think. Or yeah, without it's, adjusted. it's within the f- the top five. Yeah, adjusted and the Force everybody. Awakens. That, that's okay. You could say whatever you want in this podcast, and then just say I think, and you're you're good. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Number but one, like, uh, Gone with the Wind. Yes, but A New Hope and The Force Awakens, depending on how you adjust it for inflation, are both number three or four of top grossing movies of all time. Yeah, like nobody's special for liking Star Wars. It used to be that way. You'd kind of be like, you know, a little weird about it, especially if you know all like the EU stuff. EU? AU? Expanded universe, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you know about all that stuff, then maybe it's kind of like, all right, you're hardcore. But most people know Luke, Leia, Han, Darth Vader. Like that stuff is so ingrained into our pop culture. Right. Like in in Dominican Republic or in like Spanish-speaking countries – R2-D2 is Arturito. Arturito. Like, like, he has, like, a cute little name. Like, everybody knows him. I should, I should, I didn't wear my Stargars t-shirt. Stargars. Stargars t-shirt for the year. Like, everybody knows this stuff. It's not so niche as it used to be. Yeah, they, they, it's, it's ridiculous that they try to take ownership of it and then try to talk about these filmmakers who have honed their craft their entire lives and fought and to get into those positions. Better. Now, and there's a lot of people there who, through nepotism and uh, all kinds of stuff, get to get to be part of those things. But you know what? J.J. Abrams made a lot of good films, a lot of good TV that was very entertaining. Um, you know, he's, uh, you know, he's not um, the Coen brothers or anything like that. Yeah. But, like, um, he... Uh, uh, you know, he deserves to get a shot and to do that. And now, it's really tough to... It's it, it would be a daunting, daunting task to be responsible for that kind of billion-dollar thing. Yeah. And, and, and a Star Wars movie that has an episode number on it, mm-hmm. I mean, they don't want to do those anymore because there's too much expectation, and yeah. that's why they're ending them. Now, speaking about J.J., I think J.J.'s really good at starting something. Mm-hmm. But he's never had to finish anything. He didn't before. even finish Lost. He didn't finish Lost. Nope. nope. He didn't finish Felicity. He didn't finish. What else has he done? Yeah, Mystery Box is a it's a problem yeah. for somebody uh, else to solve. Movie, exactly. Right? right. And so he's good at setting that up. He's never had to finish it before, and it's just kind of like like how Spade said. 
it's like he did a direct sequel to his own movie. Right, right. And took the parts of The Last Jedi he wanted to keep right. and and expanded on it, but then just and, ignored and honestly, everything else. I don't think he wanted to keep them. I think he felt like, I probably have to answer this stuff. Well, like, there was a right? part where it was super shady, The Last Jedi, where they were, like, discussing plans, and somebody was just like, what about the Holdo maneuver? Where it's just like how Holdo you know, did you know, the right thing. Skywalker, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And right, then it's just right. like, no, 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 that's just you like a one in a million You can't do that. That shot was a one in a million yeah, yeah, shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, are you crazy? Holdo went off on Poe in the last movie, going yeah. going like, um, oh, you bet our future on bad odds? Why would she take bad odds if it was a one in a million chance? That doesn't make sense. And right. I'm just like, ugh. They so shouldn't even, yeah, they shouldn't even brought that up. Yeah, it's so crazy. Yeah. I'm just... All right, so I have a list here of all the voices that were talking to Ray, all the 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 um the uh, disembodied voices talking to Ray at the end of Brides of Skywalker there at the the at the moment of tension there when he's face she's facing off with the emperor and who whose voices did you guys hear that um that I can check off this list. Who guys, What did you guys hear? And I could tell you what was there and what wasn't there. So obviously Yoda. Yeah. Yeah, Yoda. You, uh, yeah, voiced by Frank Oz. Yoda was there, voiced by Frank right. Oz. Yeah, right. Was uh, Alec Guinness one of them? Alec Guinness. Yep. Uh, and uh, and Obi Wan. Yeah. And, yeah, and, and uh, you and McGregor, McGregor I mean, both. Yeah. They're doing Oda because what they did was um, uh, they took. Um, uh, Alec Guinness's voice, and he said, "What was the?" Because uh, uh, Ewan McGregor tells a story, because they they have Alec Guinness going Ray, uh, and they they just pulled out Ray from another uh, another longer word. I forget mm-hmm. which it was, but it was uh, Obi Wan, uh, Ewan McGregor, Obi Wan, and it was Alec Guinness, uh, Obi Wan. They got and, and I, I imagine. Same Mace Window, Mace Sam Jackson yeah. was in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and, and I imagine you. Um, I was going to see you, McGregor again, but I, I mean uh, Liam Neeson. Quite Liam Neeson, right? Oh. Mm-hmm. And Hayden Christensen, yeah. right? Hayden Christensen yeah. was there in there too. That's so we got nice. you. We got Obi Wan, Anakin, um, Yoda, and Qui Gon. But there's deeper cuts in that. Oh wow! Any any uh? One any... of the Clone Wars people. Yes. There's one. Her name is like Antosha, or something. Oh, uh, Ahsoka? Ahsoka Tano. Ahsoka, Ahsoka yeah, Tano. Okay, yeah, see, uh, I don't know these things. Sorry, uh, Tano. Uh, uh, Ahsoka Tano is Anakin's Padawan oh. from the car- cartoons. Really great character. You would love her. Cool. Um, uh, voiced by Ashley Eckstein. Eckstein. Right? So, yeah, Ahsoka Tano's in there. The cuts are deeper, though. Oh. Well, I mean, Leia, right, was in there? Um, I don't... Think so. And was Luke? No, no, because she was still not. She didn't let go yet. She didn't die until her son got kissed. Yeah, right. I guess so. She she was still like hanging on. Right, right, right. Okay, you're you're right. Yeah, I'm mixing up. uh, Right. Um, What about Luke? Yeah, Luke. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. definitely, definitely Luke was in there. There's more. How much deeper can we get? Yeah. Uh, Um. So we got to. I imagine it's got to be a bunch of the characters from like Phantom Menace that um. Yeah, a lot of yeah, lot, just, lot of lot of uh actually uh women Jedi. Uh Luminara, uh who's uh, voiced by Olivia Daabo. Mm. Uh, 
she was from the uh, the Clone Wars uh, thing. She was, uh, and she was in she was in the Clone Wars and in the Clone Wars cartoon. In the Clone Wars, I mean, in the prequels, she didn't have any lines, but she mm. did. She was voiced by Olivia Diabo. She was, um, she uh, wore black and she had a really high, uh, like a, her head thing was really high. Um, another one, Alaya uh, Sakura was another uh, woman Jedi from uh, the prequels. And Adi Galia. So there was there was a lot of uh, a lot of the, the, those voices were in there. Then that, that according to my internet research. So if that's uh, if, if that turns out not to be true, I'll uh, I'll put the uh, the website in the show notes that you can blend. Cool. Sounds good. Yeah, you know what I kind of wanted in that scene though. Um, when she stood up, I wanted um, Avengers Endgame, where it's just Force <laughs> Ghost behind her. It's all all the Force Ghosts. I'm like, you know what? This is the last movie, last time. Give nice. me one look at at Yoda. Give me a, an Anakin Skywalker. Just just throw him up there. That that, cool. that that's it. I, I think that would have been really powerful. Um, you know, and then then she goes after after Palpatine. But I think that would have been a bridge too far. I think that would. This is what I would have wanted to see. Mm. One, I, I didn't want to see Harrison Ford. Right, I didn't want to see him. That was like, is he a Force Ghost? No, he's not. It's his memories. Whatever. Um. Instead of Harrison Ford, they should have had Anakin, Anakin Darth Vader come to him. And what I would have right. liked Anakin to, as Darth Vader, or just as Anakin? this is what this is what I would have done okay. if I was making this <laughs> Star Wars movie. I'll do this all the time. Um, it would have been if it was J.J. Abrams. Okay, if it was, so what would have happened is it would have been there's Darth Vader or Hayden Christensen, and then you cut to Kylo Ren, and then when you cut back. It's him at a different point in his life, oh. just still continuing the conversation. So every time it cut back to him, he's Jake Lloyd. He's, you know, uh, David Anakin. Prowse. He's, he's Hayden Christensen. He's Hayden Christensen at his prime. He's Hayden Christensen with his face half cut off, like with half this, in the armor. rat tail. Right, right, right. You know, <laughs> so you kind of kind of go, go through all those things. Two, what you said earlier about the action sequences falling flat. I would have wanted to see in the beginning, and I because they were like, oh, they got jetpacks. What I would have loved to have seen is the first twenty mo- minutes of the movie. Just have them do this what that one mission that they started with, and like had a jetpack chase. Have them having to put on jetpacks and having one person not knowing how to. I've never used a jetpack before, and then they had to learn as they were doing, and just had this crazy jetpack chase. Throughout the whole thing, and it could it be just the first thing, and it would have been such a powerful kind of one action thing. You know what? That was your Finn moment because Finn was a, a stormtrooper. He could have been like Poe. This is how you do it. Yeah, and Poe yeah. could have been the one struggling because because oh, he never used the jetpack. <laughs> right, right, right. That would right. have been that would have been good. Right, yeah. The pilot not knowing how to fly. That would have been good. Right. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. and they, and it could have been because I was thinking of it just like the speeder bike chase because the speeder bike chase this is just speeder bikes and then they would it's like the same chase as it was for um, uh, uh, the pod racing scene. I thought the pod other than the cartoony aliens, I thought the pod racing uh, in, Phantom Menace. in the Phantom Menace was awesome. And there was so much yeah. of it, there was no music. Yeah. And it was just the engines going, and it was just a car race. Now this is pod racing. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> so so I, I like, uh, poor Jake Lloyd. Uh, poor, poor kid. Poor, poor Jake Lloyd. been broke ever since Jake Lloyd. George, and poor, what's the guy's name who, um, who played Jar Jar? 
Oh, oh Ahmed Best. Best. Ahmed Best. Do, that like, poor guy works his butt off, and I'm just so, like, poor guy. The, and and he he came out recently talking about how he was suicidal after everything that was going yeah, on. Man. And the, that know, was this year he talked about. Yeah, yeah, that was this year that he yeah. talked about that. And you know, and people like you know forget that there's human beings behind all this. You yeah, know, who, man. who like who that's jo- the thing with Rose, right? With Kelly Marie Tran, yeah. Justice for Kelly Marie Tran. Mm. Yeah, no, she's a really good. She's a really good actress. Shoot, she should have had a lot more to do yeah. in uh, uh, Rise of Skywalker. Now, I think Kylo, or rather, well, Adam Driver as Kylo Ren, I think is the MVP of this trilogy. Like Adam Driver's, yeah, he's he's an awesome. Actor. He yeah. he is a phenomenal actor. Yeah, and he brought such depth to Kylo that I was just like, dude. Like, he gets so much for yeah. being, like, this emo villain, yeah. but it's so much more beyond that, considering who he is, who his parents are, what his legacy is. He has to grapple with his legacy a lot harder than Ray has to. Right, right. Think about that. And that was yeah, set he, up really he well. He had like, the most interesting arc through all the really movies, did. for sure. Cause, and, like, and how much of that was it written, and how much of that was just him acting, acting that? I think right? Because I don't, yeah. It has to be both. Yeah, combination for sure. Yeah, I like I liked it in the in the in the uh, in the Last Jedi when he was uh, when uh, he was like take off that silly mask. Because you know what you can yeah. tell, they've had Kylo's redemption planned from the get go. It was always planned out for him to have that redemption. Right, right, right. So the Last Jedi just deepened that. With the Force Awakens, he was just a straight villain. Right. Right. The Last Jedi gave him complications, deepened that conflict. Right. Because that's always the thing with the Force. It's light and dark. There's always conflict. Always. And he's a Skywalker. Skywalkers are rife with conflict. You know? And I think in, in The Last Jedi, too, that 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 kind of um, uh, relationship at a distance force power thing that was going on between Rey and Kylo. And I really liked how that was shot when they were just shooting back and forth and they were in the they were and in there was no different sound. locations. The sound cuts out. Right. And really? then I liked how they expanded that in in The Last Jedi, where they were actually like material objects were being able to kind of be transported in that that connection between I don't know the two. if I love that, but that's one of those things that I thought that JJ took it and expanded on it more. Because right, right. he liked that. Right. You know, and it gave the that um that payoff with the lightsaber. And I think they, yeah, they ruined that kind of relationship between them by having them kiss at the end. They should that that was that, pure that, fan service yeah, yeah. for the Raylo yeah. fan people. Right. So I, I yeah, that, yeah, that shouldn't. Have. Yeah. But here, here's the thing: if if you can use Apple Force time anytime you want, why didn't they just use it while the other one was sleeping and just kill him and be done with it? That's it. Right. If you but that's the thing. If they wanted to take that, because, well, I guess because he didn't really want to. Right. Here's the problem with that. In the in the um, in the Last Jedi, Kylo says specifically, "You can't be doing this; it would kill you." And then we find out that it was Snoke doing it to them. And then, yeah, well, that's what he said, right? Well, but, but but see, so but it's I, in the text of the movie. If it's in the text of the movie, no, but that's what. But but people lie, right? Characters lie, right? He's an un, he's an unreliable uh, narrator, right? Fine, so, you you take it as unreliable. But it's established that when Luke forces himself, it takes a lot of effort. Right. It kills him. It killed Luke Skywalker. You know? Ray was not as trained at that point. 
She's very but, powerful, but she's not as strong. I, as it is. I think. I think it's, it's related they say it that on purpose. Pu- it's related that thing that he was doing, but I, I, I don't think it's the same thing because because <laughs> Ray, not, neither Ray nor um, Kylo. Kylo astral projected themselves light to years away. No, they were there and they. No, they I think here it's a combination of things, right? Well, it was like right. at first Luke, Kylo said, "Like I can't see where you are. Can you see me?" Like yeah. it was like it was kind of like it was happening to them. They weren't doing it. It was happening to them. Exactly. But with this, Luke it seemed like was projecting himself. Luke was meditating and did it on purpose, yeah, right? So, right. But I, I, the reason I think it killed Luke is mm-hmm. because what he was doing was took a lot of effort. Number one, it was so far away from where he was, right? And then number two what he was actually doing, like to your point when he's taking on the whole army and dusting people off, you know, dusting his shoulder off, I think it's just the amount of energy to sustain all that. Because he had, to, he had to the, create the illusion, the illusion. Yeah. to thousands right. of people who were there. Yeah. Right? Hundred, at least hundreds, right. maybe thousands of people. I still don't present. think it's not an accident that the screenplay had Kylo saying, you can't be doing this, the effort will kill you. And what did it do? It killed Luke Skywalker. You know, I don't think that's an accident. But but I don't I don't think was he talking about that or was he talking about the healing? Well, this is in the Last Jedi. Oh. He says in the Last Jedi. Yeah, I thought it was this movie when when she stabs Kylo uh-huh. and then heals him. I mean, I thought he said okay. it then. So in the end, mm-hmm. all these force powers work at the speed of plot. Right. So, yeah. you know what I mean? right. so they're all but in service I, I gonna, to getting the I was going to ask you guys, forward. how do you feel about new force powers being like introduced so late in the game that can basically do anything? First of because all, now you got the best force healer is Baby Yoda. Thank you very much. I love how they the did LBY. it the day before the movie came out. <laughs> yeah. The day before a, yeah. the movie came out. Yeah. So they can go, ah, ah, ah. The Force has always been able to do that because <laughs> Baby Yoda did it. You guys can't be mad at Baby Yoda. You love Baby Yoda. I have some old and he, ha- Star and he Wars hasn't been RPG, trained yet. RPG books here from the uh, from the eighties and nineties that say that Jedi's can do healing. So <laughs> I think take I gotta, that, nerd. I, I think I gotta t- I gotta look <laughs> that up. That's how deep the nerd goes, <laughs> I, and, and it's it's within arm's reach. This book. <laughs> but that's the thing people complain so much about the force like how I don't know like they're just like the force has never done that before I'm like the force isn't real you can do the force do whatever you want <laughs> I, I I don't listen to those people <laughs> no you know, and, like, and that, that's because the the original trilogy presented as oh you can move things with your mind yeah, and yeah, trick and people to believe something else your mind. Right? luke said it and it's a, it the force right. is an abstract rorschach test so you can put on that spiritual system anything that you feel inside yourself and it can become that to you that's what the force is right. i like and, how ray did the yeah. these are not the droids you're looking for moment that part i really liked yeah that, that was good that yeah. was good Okay, so wow, we're 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 already over an hour with uh, the rise of Skywalker. I feel like we could we could, could go on for at least two more, right? I know. Should um, we give like a letter grade? Uh, I you know what? Um, 
We we use a cape system. Yeah, we use a cape. The undefined cape system. It's the cape system is a Rorschach test that you put put upon it. Another anything one? that you feel in your heart. Like, <laughs> yeah. like oh, no, we're making so, a joke. We're oh, making a, it's we we don't have a rating system, but we say how many capes and it's just done to fuller. Okay. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so so look, it can be it can be one out of one capes, three out of seven capes, whatever you feel. Like. <laughs> Uh, three wet capes, two flapping just, just capes. Just make sure one cape hung in the just closet. Just make sure. <laughs> just make sure whatever you say at the end, you say I think. Um, I give it three capes caught in a turbine fan. <laughs> okay, that that doesn't sound good. out of how many fans? <laughs> out of all the fans, all the Star Wars fans. <laughs> All right. Um, I was entertained. I came in with really, really low expectations. Uh, I thought it was going to be like the worst movie ever. And I I came in and um, I was entertained. There was a lot of Star Wars stuff happening in front of my face. There was some adventure and uh, lightsaber fights. And I, I enjoyed it. It didn't blow my mind. Uh, I probably a B minus. I would say uh, I sent the cape to the dry cleaner and it came back pretty good, but it's not like when you first bought it. <laughs> they use a little corn cornstarch to. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh! it up a little. <laughs> I hope they're not. Yeah, using. I mean, I, I look. I I stand by my opinion. I I I think it was the best out of the new trilogy. I think it was better than Last Jedi and Force Awakens, and. Um, you know, it was a fun, entertaining movie. Like like you said, T, it didn't um, go over the top. And, you know, with, with Ray being a Palpatine, I feel like for the last six years, everybody's been having a discussion. Oh, she's a Kenobi. Oh, she's a Skywalker. And it was like, you know what? We haven't been talking about this guy that's been dead for 30 years. We're going to throw him in a movie and she's going to be the granddaughter. And they thought that was going to be like the huge surprise that shocked everybody. But, I mean, o- overall... Um, you know, like like I said, it, it was an enjoyable movie, and and uh, you know, I'm glad we went and saw it. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. I'm happy too, even with all my criticism, and with my expectations. Like T said, I was still entertained. There were still things I loved about it. There were things that I really enjoyed, but I just was not happy with how this trilogy ended, and that happens. Maybe a few years down the line, I'll soften on it a little bit. But for now, I was just kind of like really disappointed with how it was all handled. But see, now Star Wars is free of the saga. Right. Yeah. Star Wars, it, it, this, it, I think the good thing that's coming out of this is they don't have to do that anymore. They don't have to. And you're saying the small universe, they have a bit, they can expand this universe without having to do anything. So you know what? There can be a movie set after Rise of Skywalker I hope with Kelly trilogy. Marie Tran yeah. with with um all these characters that um uh you know an old Mandalorian they could bring back and I'm hoping all right so talking about bringing back and you know a lot of uh you know a lot of the times on the podcast I'm not making predictions I'm like just uh asking for stuff like the Santa kind of thing about uh, uh happy holidays everybody um uh, yeah, that, happy, holidays. happy holidays, everybody. Um, happy holidays. Uh, what What are our predictions? Not pred- not actual predictions, but predictions for 
what's going to happen in the final episode of The Mandalorian. That's coming out this Friday, right? That's coming out this Friday. We've got to get this podcast. 3.0, you got to get this podcast out before um, uh, Mandalorian, the final episode of Mandalorian. Do not question my ability, Namek! Not unless you want to find out how powerful I really am! I do not fear this new challenge. Rather, like a true warrior, I will rise to meet it. Who wants to go first? Yeah, see, you brought it up, you go first. Okay. This is less what I think is going to happen and uh, more of what I want is going to happen. And I thought about it while I watching The Rise of Skywalker. Uh, what do you do with a baby Yoda? 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 Early in the morning. Um, you, you know what you do? You got to give it to Luke and Leia. No, no, I get a better idea. No. You make him a Palpatine. You can't do that. <laughs> yeah, because that worked out great. But wait a minute. Now, now pump the brakes. That's not so crazy because it, like oh, Snoke no, wasn't a cloning tank. He wanted to. The, the guy had the cloning thing. There's something to do with cloning things. Spade, um, look what you did. Quill, Quill said, "Oh, this guy's definitely from this strand cloning thing." You go listen to what he actually said. Is the, either. Baby Yoda is a clone, or they want to clone Baby Yoda. It's either of the two things, absolutely. Yeah, I think that's their angle, right. that they want to clone right, him. Right, right. So, so there's something to do with clones. And anyway, could, does Palpatine, is it, does, does he want to clone Baby Yoda? Of course he would. Of do course we, he would. We have a timeline for this movie, right? It's after the Battle of Endor. Seven years after the Battle of Endor. Okay. Seven But then, years. are clones still a factor? Well, I mean, I mean, they could still well, why clone not, the technology right? all of a sudden doesn't I mean, work anymore. Exactly. Look, Palpatine right. had the cloning technology on on his planet in all those For tanks. Snoke, right? yeah, Snoke, Snoke there was, was a lot a of Snoke heads. Right. Snoke well, he was on yeah. that claw machine. <laughs> oh, back to back to back to uh, Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> Who were the people in the cloaked people in the audience? Uh, I, I, meant I to thought ask it that was going to be. Uh, they were, I, I, I thought it was going to be everyone's going to pull it back and it would be all rays because of the, the thing in the, the first uh, no. uh, rises. I mean, they were um, the Dementors. Last Jedi, when she was looking, that yeah, it was they were the Dementors. They were the people that built the 100 Death Stars. Oh. <laughs> they, were just, they were just cultists? I guess so. All right. They're all right, like, See, I don't I, know. I, Maybe they also survived the explosion yeah, of the Death Star 2.0. Were they real? Were they real? Or were they forced yeah, to do it? Yeah, I, I thought was, Palpatine was, the, was like projecting those and they were just all going to be quote unquote fake Palpatines. There has to be a companion. Wait piece. a second. Is this, was the entire sequel trilogy just a dream Luke Skywalker had or vision right before he was trying to strike down Kylo Ren as oh it was changing? I'm no, joking. This, this, was not, joking. this was not Dallas. <laughs> Don't, don't. <laughs> oh my god. Don't. This is a podcast. If you could see the look uh, Ariani <laughs> just gave me. <laughs> like, don't even okay. start. Uh, okay. So, okay. CGI uh, 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 Mandalorian project. Uh, okay. So, uh, one, IG-11 is going to stop big time because Quill says... He reprogrammed right. him, and Quill says, and this is uh, the best of me just remembering what he said, uh, uh, that droids are just 
um, neutral reflections of its programmer. And Quill was a genuine heart. You know, Quill was just like a really genuine, genuine person just looking to help people. And he said he, pro, he uh, that IG-88 can protect. He's going to protect Baby Yoda. He is going to light up all those stormtroopers. He's going to light them up. Out of nowhere, he's going to come in. He's going to light them up. They're going to be, it's going to be like, oh my gosh, everybody's about to die. No, 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 no. IG-11, they're going to have Taika Waititi have his uh, his moment there, uh, like uh, lighting everybody up. That's what's going to happen. Um, so now the point is, is that they said, well, if they take out, they said, if they take out Grand Moff Tarkin, then Grand Moff uh, Gideon, Moff Gideon, excuse me, Moff Gideon, then then they can, uh, they'll be able to relax because they won't be coming after them anymore. That's probably the way they're going to go. I would like them to have some kind of connection to the New Republic. It would be wonderful. Uh, I'd like to see either them hand off Baby Yoda to Luke and Leia or... Ahsoka Tano. I'd like to see that. I'd like to see Ahsoka Tano. I, I think because they've already greenlit uh, season two, um, I think the bad guys are going to win in the end. I think they're going to get Baby Yoda and something's going to happen with the Mandalorian where he's stuck or incapacitated and season two is going to be him going to get the man, uh, Baby Yoda. Cliffhanger, yeah. Huh? yeah, I agree with that. That sounds like a good way to end it. Like, where the bad guys get Baby Yoda and... You know, Mando has to like find his way out. Yeah, because would have get the baby back. Because the the overall plot for season two has been all these bounty hunters and whoever else is involved to get Baby Yoda, and I think eventually they're they're gonna get him. I mean, they they have him now, right? With the way the the last episode ended, um, so now it's gonna be what happens when he shows up, and they're they're all in the same room. I'm just wondering, I, I want to see how long the episode's going to be, right? Because the, these have been relatively short, so I don't expect it to be any longer than 45 minutes. Um, so what, what are they really going to wrap up in 45 minutes? Well, I mean, it, uh, you know, so a lot of times the final episodes are a little bit longer. Usually they're like maybe up to an hour. Yeah, usually a little longer. I mean, but but these, like I said, have, have been relatively short. I mean, unless the, the main short, story right? is like 30 minutes and then there's like a 10-minute epilogue. But, I mean, I guess it all depends on if they knew they were going to have a second season before they finished the first season. We've had more Star Wars in the last two months than there's ever been Star Wars. There's just been so much Star Wars. It's exhausting. Disney kind of needs to slow down a little bit, I think. I, I don't I don't mind, because you know what? There's not going to be Star Wars for a while. We're not going to see... There's not a movie coming out next year. Um... Mandalorian is second season is I guess they're starting shooting now. Um, we're not going to see Star Wars for a long time. And what's on Disney Plus? What else is there for us? When is uh, when's the first show coming out? We're not going to have any Marvel or Star Wars on Disney Plus for a while. Yeah, I mean the first Marvel show that's going to come out is uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and that's not going to be probably till when's that? When? late spring, right, or summer? I would think. Right, right, right. I mean they're filming it now, yeah, so it all depends on how fast they they're able to pump that out. Yeah, I don't know that I'm going to turn on Disney Plus after that. What am I going to watch? Yeah, I might watch all the. Uh, you know, I might find the. Um, uh, or you know what we should do? I'll 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 look it up online, then I'll post it, and I'll watch it, and I'll post it, and I'll kind of tweak it so I can give our our listeners uh, a Disney Plus Mandalorian um, uh, watch list. 
of the cartoons. So you could start with the Clone Wars, and when Obi-Wan Kenobi is, um, has a few episodes where he's romantically linked to um, a Duchess of Mandalore or something like that. I forget the character's name. And then there's a lot of, there's about four, there's a number of episodes in the Clone Wars that are set on Mandalore. And then there, they return to Mandalore in Rebels. So we should get a list of that together. Maybe we'll put a list of that together and we could talk about that. That could be when there's a slow Star Wars time. We could just do... I have an idea of what might happen on The Mandalorian. Because they make this big deal over and over again how he can't take off his mask or he's out of the order. I think maybe he'll take it off. And and so and that, it's Billy D. Williams, and? Mando Calrissian. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> No, he takes it off because he's like, I'm out. I don't want anything to do with this anymore. And he goes off with his baby. Well, who knows? Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I, yeah, I think, the, yeah, I think he's taking his helmet off. Yeah, yeah. He has to take his helmet off. Go into hiding. Yeah, and Pedro Pascal's too good. His face right. is too good to hide it for yeah. so long. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah. that's actually not not a bad idea either. I, I mean, I, I can't see they, they go he the whole season. He throws away the armor. He throws the yeah. whole season without he showing his away face. The armor. Or he sells it because it's valuable, isn't it? Right. Maybe he trades it for to, Baby Yoda or he, something. He gives it to Apollo Creed and he just walks away, right? <laughs> yeah, right. to Carl Weathers. <laughs> Carl Weathers, right. He gives it to Carl Weathers. Yeah. And he's just, he's out. Mm-hmm. Or give it to uh, Cara Dune, right? Yeah. yeah. So that's the character's name, Cara Dune. Uh huh. Yeah, Cara Dune. But then they'll be after her, so I don't know if that necessarily works, right? Cardoon's gay. Did you see that in the other episode? Maybe it'll be a fake out. He gives it to her because they're looking for him, and he goes off with Baby Yoda, and he just has no armor. They don't know how he looks like. that's true, but they could find Baby Yoda, right? He seems to be easily trackable. They could find Baby Yoda, but they don't know how he looks like. Yeah, how how do those tracking fobs work? That I find is really frustrating is they haven't explained how they actually work, the trackers. So, so you could just find anybody in the universe if you have a tracking fob on them. Amazing. I mean, but why haven't we seen that before? Or is it like, do, did they have to be implanted with something? Right. And you could get the tracking fob. I mean, is it like, like, like that injection you give that little chip you put in in cats and dogs, and that tracks that? Or is it have your genetic code and you could just do that? It's not explained well. Yeah, I'm wondering if maybe. This episode, you'll get some backstory every, that'll explain some of that stuff. Right. So that every every uh, every person in the Star Wars universe can be tracked. So you can't. And that's another thing that I, about Rise of Skywalker. I didn't like it how the 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 the, um, the uh, Tie Fighters a one could go could uh, follow the falcon go, go yeah yeah jump to hyper make the jump to hyperspace and then follow them through the thing because the idea of like jumping to hyperspace in star wars always represented kind of like this absolute freedom where you're able to just like jump to hyperspace we're gone we got we got away we yeah. crossed the we crossed the county line you know and what i mean and we got away Jedi, and they can't chase it took it takes up a lot of fuel right and that was and that that point where they could track through hyperspace was a big kind of plot point in The Last Jedi. But now, all of a sudden, in Rise of Skywalker, a TIE fighter could do it? That didn't make any sense. 
Yeah. Maybe they had a, you know, you know maybe they had, I don't know, what, whatever, whatever explanation they could throw away. But that changes the Star Wars universe. That means no one can hide anywhere, ever. Mm-hmm. Tracking FOB and following people through hyperspace? Yeah, that, that's why I feel like so, we got to get some kind of explanation. I mean, are, are they going to yeah, tell yeah. us what Baby Yoda is and, like, where he came from? I, I imagine that. Like, we're going to find out the species? Something. No, they're going to, they're going to, no, you don't think so? They're not going to define that. They might give a little taste of something. They might say, "Oh, his what species if, can do this," or they, you know, they're from the outer reaches. Or what if we meet many baby Yodas? That well, I don't think that'll. They may be next second season. I don't think people like, going. "Oh crap!" Our puppet budget. <laughs> <laughs> they just duplicated, uh, copy and paste in After Effects. <laughs> um, all right, so we are right now, we're closing in on an hour and a half. I think that's great. Uh, this episode was awesome. Ariani. Thanks for coming. Thank you yeah, for joining you. us. Yeah, thank yeah. You. Absolutely. I appreciate you, know. you inviting me. Yeah, no, we're definitely do this again soon. Um, no, I'm very opinionated. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's what we want. we got to mix things up. We want to hear... Uh, we want to expand our, because, uh, you know, uh, Anthony and I agree on a lot of things sometimes. And you know what? If this was if this was a Rise of Skywalker conversation without you, it might have been a lot of me and Anthony but, going, Oh, that was awesome. Was right. That was awesome. It was all like right. that. Lightsaber. Lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, thanks so much. This has been a lot of fun. I yeah, well, we'll, we'll have you uh, back soon as a regular uh um we'll 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 get you back on as soon as possible all right cool thanks a lot awesome all right oh yeah ariani so um uh so for our audience who how can they follow you on the interwebs well you can follow me on twitter and on instagram my username is at la l a underscore c guapa underscore and we can put that in show notes. We'll put I that think. in the show yeah. notes. Yeah. <laughs> C I Guapa uh, Junior. C Guapa. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. It's a it's a Dominican folklore monster. She's kind of like a kind of like a succubus. She has like long dark hair, and her feet are backwards, so that way you can't really track her. And she kills men and eats them. <laughs> That's so awesome. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I have to look that up. I didn't know that. I didn't. Yeah, know that. it's pretty cool. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that has been uh, the our, that has been uh, our, our I guess our last episode. Our, this, I guess what am I saying? For the well, year? Walk us out of this. No. Oh yes. See, see it's our. No, fun. we got to record one more. We got to do a, a top ten of the year. It doesn't or have a te- to anything of ten. ten. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. We got to yeah, yeah. we got to point out the cool yeah. stuff we saw this year or, or whatever. Okay. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think what yeah. T was trying is to say is. Uh, the Skywalker has risen and the, the sun is set in the Star Wars universe for now until the final episode of The Mandalorian next week when we're back to talk about do, Star Wars again. I'll do, I'll do, yeah. um, <laughs> until the dead speak again. That's right. But uh, yeah, I loved how it opened like that, the dead speak. The I dead like that. speak. Yeah, I like that. I liked in, in, in uh, Last Jedi, I mean, uh, Revenge of the Sith, where it said, war, exclamation point. I love that because that's like a, a reference to a... a um, a newspaper cover for during World War II. Just That's like, speak. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're, we we keep on talking forever. Mm-hmm. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.
Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at NotAllPods. Visit us on our website at NotAllPodcastWearCapes.com. And send us an email, NotAllPods at gmail.com. Also subscribe and listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. Not All Podcasts Wear Capes is a Thaumaturge Wonderworks production. This issue was edited by Andre 3.0 Marks. Yeah, that's for 3.0. You can fill that in. Uh, don't laugh at us. <laughs> okay. Little pregame. Okay. Oh, were you recorded us in the theater? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we have to tell 3.0 what to do. He's good, but he's not great yet. So we stop to give him notes in the middle of the thing. <laughs> he's not great. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. Awesome. Oh, yeah, because he's hearing us. <laughs> right, exactly. He's going to hear this whole conversation. <laughs> Ray, nor Ray, nor Ray, nor... Uh, I can't speak. Ray, <laughs> not, neither Ray. Here's where you put it in. Edit this as you like. <laughs>